Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hobby Quick Hits. Delivering that breaking hobby news. Directly to your earlobes. You want to know those hot drops from the car shop? We've got you covered. With your host, John Newman. Welcome to episode 96 of Hobby Quick Hits. Well, kind of going to have a weird start to this episode, to be quite frank with you. So, uh, the, the topic of the episode is taking back your hobby and it's a little bit of me you know kind of getting fired up with some of the the recent stuff that's uh happened in the hobby talking about sort of how i feel and what we can do as a hobby community how we have more power than we that we never use quite frankly we waste uh, the power we have uh, as a hobby community just kind of throw it out uh, the window if you will and uh so uh, I'm going to be fired up, but just before, literally, I, I turned my computer uh, on, opened it up, lowered my mic, boom, uh, got that fired up, and my phone rings, and it's uh, one of my best friends, and uh, someone, I mean, I talk to him quite a bit, a lot of times via text, but I just, with with the call itself, I just had a bad feeling. And uh, sure enough, found out uh, one of our good friends that we both played a lot of softball with for for almost 20 years. Not a young, young man. He was in his uh, mid to late 70s, but he played until his late 60s uh, with us. He was our pitcher. A gentleman's name is Joe Tetro. Uh, We we lost him uh, today. And so, man, that uh, that's tough. That's tough, and uh, so we're going to dedicate uh, this episode, uh, for what that's worth, uh, uh, to Joe Tetro, a gentleman I've known for almost 20 years through softball. We played in uh, baseball and football fantasy leagues uh, together. We would, uh, you know, poke each other uh, in the stomach. You know, we like to, to throw barbs at one another and pick, pick on each other in a fun, uh, playful way. And I'm gonna miss that. I'm gonna miss Joe. I'm gonna miss all those times. And uh, but uh, we're gonna think about all those memories as well. So, but one thing I always remember with Joe, you know, no matter how old he was, he'd be on the mound in his 60s. You know, I'm either was at shortstop or third base, and he was a guy even even in the 60s was feisty. 
Didn't take a lot of crap from anyone. You know, he wasn't a trash talker, but he defended himself, didn't back down. And I was kind of raised like that. Uh, and, uh, you know, playing with him for as long as I did, he definitely cemented, like, you know, defend yourself if you believe in something. Uh, you know, take up that uh, that banner, that flag, and, and fight for what you believe in. That's Joe. what Joe was. He was in the politics on the local level. Uh, served as town clerk for many years. Uh, he was asked to run for mayor many times, and easy for me to say. There's no. He was very well liked. There was no doubt in my mind he would have won the mayoral race had he entered it. Um, he just didn't. You know, didn't want to do it. Uh, he sort of did, but he didn't. And like he tell you, if you're not a hundred percent about it, uh, you can't really. You're not. You're doing a disservice to the office. So, could have been the mayor, but uh, served in local politics uh, for a good portion of his life. Even before I knew him, he was on the local politics scene, and he taught me. Uh, well, he reiterated to me because it was something I already was taught to to stand in your convictions. Uh, fight what you believe in and, uh, you know, be strong about it and adamant about it. And it, it kind of makes sense that the show should be dedicated to him because when we're, we're going to talk about some stuff going in the hobby that's not necessarily good uh, and, and, and what we can do about it and how we can stick up for what we want. So we're going to take a break here and hear from our great sponsors, Mojo Breaks. But after that, we're going to start this show, and uh, this one's for you, Joe. MojoBreakShop.com is the best place to get your sealed wax products and breaks. They not only have the best selection, but the best prices. Whether it's a box or a whole case, they are your guys. They ship worldwide to your doorstep. Their reputation as one of the most trusted in the hobby goes unmatched. They are the 2021 Topps Rip Party Champion Breakers. From sports cards to Pokemon cards, their selection can't be beat. They offer daily deals and pre-orders. New releases. As it's home from the sports card shop, today I will be telling you the new releases. This week's special is 2021 Mosaic Baseball Hobby Boxes for 99 And now here, let's get to the releases. On the 2020-21 Panini Flawless, on the 26th. On the 26th, also 2022 Sage Hit Low Series Football. On the 28th, 2021 Panini Immaculate Football. On the 28th, 2021 Panini Mosaic Football No Huddle. On the 28th again, 2021 Wild Card Illumination Football. Uh, see you guys. Thank- Start spreading the news. All right, let's go around the hobby world, find out what has happened since last week. All right, not a great start to 2022. Now, last week... Uh, instead of the hobby quick hits, we did our breaking cardboard live show that we do uh, once a month. We ran the audio in place of hobby quick hits. So this is really like two weeks worth of news and a few few bad things happen. Now I'm going to just cover them briefly right here because 
I actually, the main topic of today's Hobby Quick Hits pertains to these, so I cover them a little bit more in depth. But we all saw uh, Logan Paul's uh, G.I. Joe case. Uh, again, I'm going to talk about this during our main topic of this show, so uh, uh, I'll, leave it, uh, I'll leave it at that and go more into details there. Uh, same thing with the next uh, bad story of the past two weeks, right? Uh, the Mark X uh, sports cards n- uh, not paying the over $1 million PSA bill for cards that were subbed uh, either directly to him. Uh, card collector 2, Ryan Johnson's involved because he sent uh, some cards to uh, Marks for of others to, to be subbed to PSA. Now, Ryan has made it right with paying his portion of the bill to get those cards graded out of pocket. Where Ryan's getting in a little trouble is that he didn't ever disclose that he was using a third party to sub uh, the PSA. Uh, Where on the site, it does indicate that uh, he subs directly. So take take that for how you will. Uh, In the fake slabs uh, in Dallas gentlemen trying to pass off I believe mostly Jordans but I'm not saying they're all Jordans I think he initially was arrested and then uh, released on bail and I believe the charges have been dropped but I, I don't know And uh, listen to episode 115 of Hobby Hotline uh, Ryan Nolan who was there and uh, on scene when that whole incident went down just wrote a book called Spotting Fakes, so this is right up his alley. Uh, he appeared on episode 115 of Hobby Hotline with myself and Chris Harris, and we talked about that incident in depth and a lot of insight there. Well, spring is in the air, or almost. We're getting there. The 2022 Tops Rip Party has a date. It will be streamed, uh, no location given, so I'm I'm guessing it's not in Dallas again, but it will take place February 15th. Uh, you can view it on uh, Top Stream and I believe YouTube, uh, 20 Breakers again, and you can buy Into the Breaks. This will be on February 15th. Uh, check out Tops for more uh, details there. Swing and a drive out to center field. That one's well struck. Strong running out of room. He leaps, and it's gone! Shohei legging it around the pillows in record-breaking time. Speaking of the top rip party, which takes place on the 15th, the 2022 Tops product officially comes out for the general public the following day on February 16th. Tops, as they have done uh, in recent years, uh, let the fans and collectors and hobbyists vote on who would be the number one card in the set, traditionally given to a superstar or budding superstar of the sport. And as you just heard from that soundbite, your 2022 cover boy or number one boy is Shohei Atani. So Shohei Atani. Uh, for the first time, will be card number one in the Topps flagship brand. A couple announcements from Panini. Uh, their UFC uh, NFTs will go on sale 
Uh, actually, by the time you, you're hearing this, they'll already be on sale. They go on sale uh, January 24th in their Discord uh, channel. I think there's a physical element uh, to their NFTs as well, which I'm not an NFT guy. But if they add a physical element, uh, I'm, I'm all for that. So check out the uh, Panini UFC NFTs. And staying on the Panini news, uh, something I'm excited about. They've announced on March 23rd uh, there's a, a new brand or a new product. It's not really new. It's appeared in Chronicles, but they're going to make its own release. It's it's not new, and, and they've done it before with, with basketball. But it's the first time football is going to have its own standalone release and set. And that's clearly Donruss football. So that'll be March 23rd. I am a, a sucker for acetate cards. And so I'm sure I'll be opening up some uh, clearly Donruss football uh, and not have to just get it uh, out of Chronicles. So, uh, you know, good good on Panini. I, it's a, I, I love uh, the clearly Donruss uh, product. Court is now in session. Giannis Antetokounmpo and his legal team are suing Leaf and Brian Gray for breach of contract and illegal use of brand or something uh, more legalese than that. But what uh, Giannis is saying is he signed a pre-draft contract in 2013 to sign a thousand sticker autos at eight dollars. A piece uh, that price doesn't exist uh, anymore. So for eight thousand dollars, he agreed to sign a thousand sticker autos to be used. Uh, you know, in twenty thirteen, this deal was signed before he actually was drafted. He was a raw player then, obviously, uh, as compared to now being a polished MVP superstar. And he is claiming that the deal was for those thousand autos to be in that year's product only, that he didn't agree that the contract was for one year. Well, Leaf has, you know, spaced those out and have put them in subsequent uh, products after 2013. Uh, and, uh, you know, Giannis, who knows his value, you know, says, hey, I got paid $8 for those. It was supposed to be before, you know, that was one before I got drafted for the 2013 product, not forever. And so he's suing for breach of contract, I believe. I don't know the exact amount he's suing for, but I believe it's seven figures. And he's also upset because Leaf has used uh, his nickname, his moniker, the Greek Freak, uh, on products. And he is. I guess he's saying that people have to pay for the usage uh, of that. It's, it's a trademark. So uh, he's mad at Leaf for... Uh, not for holding on to those sticker autos and using them in later products and using the Greek freak moniker. So we'll see uh, what uh, what comes about. Uh, and uh, so cards in court are, are, you know, it's not unfamiliar territory. This is just another uh, case uh, headed to court. So I had a fellow content creator, I'm not going to name them uh i don't know if they'd mind me naming them but i'm not going to because it was a conversation that was a, a private one 
And they asked me, you know, a rhetorical question, one they knew the answer to. They said, John, you know, there's kind of two content creators in the hobby space now. I know which one you are, and that's him talking to me. Uh, so I'm not asking you which one do you think you are, but there's two types in in my mind. There's the one that, uh, you know, wants to create content, um, doesn't want to really maybe tackle the issues in-depthly, uh, in-depthly stay on the surface, not ruffle any feathers, not, uh, you know, uh, you know, not get in bed with anyone, pardon my, you know, uh, visual there, and, uh, you know, and try to move up uh, the chain of command or the ranks and uh, appease everyone. And then there's, and again, this is him talking to me, then there's content creators like you and there's others uh, like you. You're not the only one, and that's a good thing. Uh, that call it like it is. Aren't worried about, uh, you are worried about uh the community and the hobby, but you aren't worried about one not so above board person uh, unfriending you, deleting you, blocking you. Uh, you care about the masses enough to tell it like it is, and you're not worried about not getting an invite somewhere. You're not worried about someone not coming on your show. And and he's exactly right. That that is me. It's how I was raised. Uh, you know, I'm going to promote the hobby and the good stuff too. Don't get me wrong. You know, I'm not Jerry Springer where every show is just going to be about train wrecks uh, in the hobby. But sometimes we do have to talk about these things. We have to tackle them. And we have to be very succinct and honest about it. And if that makes someone mad, even someone that I'm on good terms with or friends with, um, and it's for the good of everyone else, that's the trade-off you make, right? Um, so, uh, you know, this is this going to be a little bit of that in the show. And uh, I'm not looking to move up the ranks. If I don't get invited to some elite party, uh, you know, and uh, or someone unfriends me or cancels an appearance or doesn't come on, uh, that's not my issue. That's going to be uh, their issue. We are seeing some elitism uh, in the hobby, it's not good. Uh, it's 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 creating to me uh, divisions, uh, some ranks. That's not what this show is going to be about. But I just wanted to kind of uh, just kind of paint the corners there, uh, if you will. But you know, we've seen recently 2022 has not been a great start with the hobby. We got the initial, we got the announcement that Fanatics had acquired Tops, not merged, not partnered, had acquired Tops. Which, in my opinion, and that's all it is, my opinion, is going to be a good thing. And, you know, then a lot of the rest of the news stories were not positive ones. Uh, we had the fake slabs in Dallas where a gentleman was initially arrested. I think uh, charges were dropped and he was released or uh, out on bail. I don't know all the specifics. But not the first time fake slabs have reared their ugly head uh, in the hobby. It's been a story before, and I hate to tell you this, it'll be a story again in the future. And we had the Logan Paul, uh, you know, Pokemon Gate, where uh, Baseball Card Exchange uh, certified a first series case of Pokemon. I know I'm saying that wrong. And uh, 
and he he purchased it for $3.5 million from a high-end dealer called Shine, who had purchased it for 2.7, follow the money, right? Follow the money. It's like a Kate, it's like a detective caper. $2.7 million from Shop Mealy Pops, who's also ba- who's based in Florida. Uh, and I don't know, that was pay- purchased, he purchased it from a Pokemon uh, collector, I believe. And turns out they opened that, uh, they filmed it, uh, right, with Steve Hart st- standing there watching what he certified. And I hope Logan Paul is a big fan of G.I. Joe, because that's what he got. But uh, all joking aside, you know, it's just shown a lot of the cracks we have in the hobby, where now we can't, we don't even know if we can trust certification anymore, right? So you have one of the best wax certifications, people who do certifications in BBCE certified app, and then it turns out to be a fake case. You know, then I hear Steve Hart claiming, like, Pokemon's not in his wheelhouse. Well, maybe you shouldn't grade something. You know, maybe you shouldn't certify something if you're not with 100% certainty, right? If I'm going to have surgery and I'm going to have, you know, you know throat surgery, I'm going to a, a, a throat doctor, right? An ENT, someone who knows throats and surgeries and and does these surgeries every day for who knows how many years and can do it almost in their sleep. I'm not going to go to a, a you know an orthopedic surgeon and say I need throat surgery. So, you know, I hate to say it but like stay in your lane. If your lane is like I know this product uh left and right, all right, that's fine, man. And that's probably the sports end for him. Bad bad look and bad look for the hobby, you know. Now now that BBCE wrap on the outside of a box, what does it carry the same weight anymore? Not, I mean, not my book. I mean, that's a that's a this is not a small mistake. This is a three point five million dollar item, folks. Right? This is like museum stuff where you know comes in with guards and 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 you know armed uh, delivery and all that kind of stuff. And, um, you know, it just, that's, that's where we're at. So that, that was one story of 2022, but we're, we're not done. We all know about the robberies and break-ins, smash and grabs. That's not going to go away. We talked about on hobby hotline. God forbid, what's the next story going to be, right? Someone losing their life over their Pelican case coming out of a show at gunpoint. Uh, when there's a million dollars in cards and that person knows it's a million dollars in cards. I mean, what, you know, do we have to uh, handcuff our cases to our wrists? Uh, you know, what what happened then? Someone take a machete uh, and get the case. So, you know, robberies are, are up. Um, and, and then we had the grading submission uh foray if you want. I don't want to call it a, a scandal, although I probably could. And so that's the most recent thing, and that's where Card Collector 2, Ryan Johnson, uh, was group subbing to PSA, except he was sending it to a, a gentleman named Mike who owns Mark's Cards, uh, M-A-R-X, not M-A-R-K, in California, and he was submitting uh, the cards. And, uh, 
were submitting the cards. You know, Ryan was, people were paying Ryan. Ryan was paying Mike. And Mike ran up a $1,000 tap with PSA. Problem was, Mark's cards was becoming a LCS. And so where did that money go instead of the PSA to pay the PSA bill? To build this store up. Well, I, 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 I guess the store failed. He spent the money on the store thinking he'd make the money back to just go ahead and pay the PSA bill. Well, that didn't happen, so the money was gone. And, uh, you know, Mark's cards uh, somehow relayed the message, hey, we, uh, we're we not going to be able to hold up our end of the deal here on the grading. Um, you know, Ryan uh, stepped up in the sense to uh, pay the freight on, on his customers' subs to make sure they get graded and get back uh, in the form that they were supposed to from the start out of his own pocket. And that's commendable on one hand. But here's the other issue. It's been pointed out by numerous people, not me, but it's been found out of numerous people that much of the wording on Card Collectors 2 website, that's Ryan Johnson's store and uh, DBA, has really said that basically they are the direct submitter to PSA, SGC, Beckett grading, and any, any grading subs they took in go directly to the grading house. And that's obviously not accurate. And so there's a lack of transparency. And so while I will commend him for doing the right thing and, and paying out of his pocket, but do we, you know, that's the other thing. Do we give credit for that? Isn't that what he probably should do since... You know, uh, even though it wasn't directly his fault and, and Mike from Mark's Cards went and spent the money uh, on other things other than paying the PSA bill, uh, he probably is responsible to his customers who thought, right, the same customers who thought what? That their cards were going from, from Ryan's hands, being shipped, insured to PSA, right, when that wasn't the case he did not advertise that he said that much himself on a video apology um and you know we we commend people for apologizing and doing the right thing after they do something that's not right and i don't know how much commending we can do there um you know it's better than them not doing anything at all i'll, I'll give them that much or just saying hey this is all on mark's cards i send it to him he, you go after him here's his number you know here you know that uh i agree it's better than that and some people do would probably do that so in that sense you know uh you know ryan did the right thing but ryan didn't do the right thing to start with he corrected the wrong uh but we we need to talk about the wrong too we can't just you know uh, forget what the you know the wrong thing is. You know we got a lot of people in, in courtrooms, right? They get caught doing something, and they stand in front of the judge and said, "Listen, I made a mistake. I'm sorry." Right? They still gotta go. They still gotta serve their time and 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 serve their sentence. Well, the hobby is kind of different because you don't really have to. You can kind of just say, "I'm sorry," a hundred times. And it goes away. And so I thought, what, how, why is the reason, what is the reason, why is what happens in society 
not the same in the hobby. Well, number one, let's, the, the obvious one is the hobby's what? Unregulated, right? We don't have a board. We don't have uh, government or feds kind of really overseeing things, right? Um, and I'm not saying I want that, but when you don't have regulation, right, things, things like this are going to happen. You know, the stock market, which is, you know, expensive uh, assets and, 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 and parts of companies, right? It's regulated. Well, what the hobby is, or at least it was in the last couple of years, I think we're seeing uh, what Ty Wilson from Breaker Culture was calling a hobby reset. And I got to give him credit. That's probably the best terminology for what's going on right now. You know, we can call it correction. You can call it market crash. I think the hobby's resetting itself uh, to levels uh, prior to the boom. And you may not like to hear that. Uh, if you're a seller or someone wants to print your own money out with, with the cardboard like we have done for the last two years, myself included, Don't I'm not going to be a hypocrite about it. But uh, I think those salad days are especially on that mid-tier to low-high end are, are sort of... Uh, uh, coming to a close like that high-end stuff the million dollar cards are what they are there's certain parts of the hobby that are going to be you know hobby reset proof not many of us live in that space actually very few of us probably one one percent of the hobby uh, lives on the continent of uh, you know million dollar high-end transactions okay so that is you know where we're at so i thought to myself how how can someone, you know, I've been a dealer for since 15, for 30-something years now. And if I do something wrong, uh, I'm, I'm going to be held accountable, right? I don't do anything wrong, but if I sell someone that's not legit, which, again, all hypothetical stuff that I wouldn't do, I have to return that money, right? I'm going to probably, if I did that and word got out, I'm probably going to lose a portion of my business. How come that doesn't always work that way? Well, one of the reasons is, is because of the past two years explosion, we have a ton of new people in the hobby, right? And, you know, for every one person that's leaving, two new people are coming in. And so it's a lot easier to screw up, say, I'm sorry, and not really be hurt. There's enough people replacing anyone that holds your feet to the fire, right? And those that don't uh, comp uh, apologize or whatever, what, what else do we see people do, right? Start a new account, change their, their business name, and come across as like a whole new entity, and it takes someone doing some real under-the-covers detective work to kind of figure that out and kind of expose them or open up uh, that scab again. And even then, they usually take some heat at first, and then... It all dies away, right? Someone might say to me, well, John, why are you getting so revved up about it? If you're not doing anything wrong, you're, you're, you're doing everything above board, why, why do you care so much? But that's the thing. You answered the question you asked me. Why do I care so much? Because you said it. I'm doing everything above board, doing it the right way. That's why I care so much. Because I'm doing it the right way. I could be slick and slimy uh, like certain other folks are. And maybe even make more money per se and say I'm sorry and, and, and maybe still uh, survive. But I don't do that. I wasn't raised that way. I wasn't brought up that way. So I do 
try to do the right thing. I think I do 99% of the time, right? And, and if anything, it's nothing egregious. Maybe jumping to a, a conclusion might be the, the worst thing I could do. Uh, hobby wise and, and and whatnot so it sure it bothers me that i'm trying to do the right thing right i'm paying my quarterly sales tax now i went to yearly i'm paying my year it used to be quarterly paying my yearly sales tax on cards right and that gentleman or young man or woman with that pelican case who just sold twenty thousand dollars of cards at the show they're most likely i'm not gonna say all of them most you know high percentage of those are not reporting that income and you know uh, so do we need regulation in the hobby you know you asked me that question 10 years ago i'd answer that differently you ask me that now you know i'm gonna say yes you know, breaking. There's so many good breakers out there. You know, one that sponsors this show, Mojo Breaks, right? Doing things the right way, giving to charity, helping kids, making a, a life for themselves and a business for themselves, but doing it, again, above board in the right way. And then you see an outfit. I'm not even going to mention their name. They, they were all on social media. They know they they are. They look like the two guys from LMFAO got into breaking, uh, they said they were going to give away all contents of a box on camera. Well, one of the contents that came out of that box was a gold kaboom Trevor Lawrence worth, I don't know how much money, that we could argue that, but probably safe to say maybe five figures, you know, at least 10000 Someone else would say 20000 And they, they reneged on that, right? They said, no, we're not, we can't give away a car like that. Come on, folks, right? Uh, then they said, well, we'll give $20,000 to Boys and Girls Club. Well, maybe if you have $20,000 you can just give on a whim to Boys and Girls Club, then do it before you uh, look bad, right? Uh, don't do it after you look bad to try to make yourself uh, look good. Uh, then they put the person on video, and he claiming he's not upset. and Just a big train wreck and uh, very unprofessional to say the very least. And uh, I don't get into a lot of breaks, but if I do, I'm going to support people who are do it the right way, support the show, Mojo Breaks, One of One, uh, those those guys, and um, you know, uh, and that's the bottom line. We kind of coming down the stretch here. I want to kind of close this out. Is you know we forget as hobbyists what, what kind of power we realistically have, right? What is that? Where our money goes, right? If somebody screws up or does something bad or that we don't agree with, we don't have to do business with them, right? You order a pizza from Pizza Hut and you get it and it's terrible. Or there's, you know, hair on it or something and you call them and you'd say, hey, this tastes terrible. Hey, there was hair on it. And they don't make it right, right? They don't make it right. And uh, you're probably not going to order another pizza for them next time you it's pizza night at your house. You're gonna you're gonna call somebody else, right? When well, a hobby, we can do that too. And believe me, there's a lot more breakers, group submitters, grading companies than there are pizza uh, pizza places in your local community. Okay, and you have a choice. If someone does something wrong, unscrupulous, illegal, criminal. Go somewhere else. Support someone else. We have that power. We don't wield it. We don't wield it. We waste this crazy power 
we have and 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 we probably always will i'm i'm you know i'm talking to the wall in a sense i don't mean you guys but like we've always had that power and we've just never wielded that one we've just sort of like you know it's almost like the the thing in in men in black right that uh, Agent J and K, Tommy Lee Jones and Will Smith carry right, and when they want someone to forget everything that just happened, they you know they hit it, light flashes, and it's like nothing happened previously. We have that in the hobby, but we don't need that tool. It just happens naturally. I don't know why. Well, I think I do. It's just the hobby's too big. Uh, you, you know, when someone does make a bad mistake, some people hear about it, but there's a lot of part of the hobby that's maybe not on social media doesn't listen to podcasts uh doesn't find out about it and people can get away with unscrupulous things and what you know uh i don't think that's going to change i'm i'm you know i'm telling you to wield your power knowing full well that probably no you know some people will wield that power but not enough to sway the the scales of justice if you will right to kick kick that in favor of right over wrong and uh, you know one thing going back on this this grading uh submission uh deal you know psa uh, let's uh, you know let's let's spread the the blame around fairly right why would you let someone run up a million dollar bill take the cards and why would you let someone run run up a million dollar tap uh so shame on PSA for that too, which, you know, if they didn't do that, you know, I'm going to plug SGC here and probably most other grading companies. I know SGC because I deal with them and they sponsor Sports Carnation. You know, even when I submit, they know who I am. They sponsor my show. I don't, I don't get to submit and then get a bill afterwards. I have to, my credit card's on file. I got to pay for anything I submit ahead of time. No, no, no favoritism towards me as far as that goes, or, or grades go. So, you know, why would PSA let anybody? I don't care who; it doesn't matter. Run up a million dollar tab, and there's where the first mistake happened. Marks, the Mike guy from Marks, spent the money instead of paying his PSA bill, build trying to build up a store that did not get off the ground. And Ryan sent his cards to to Marks to Mike instead of directly to PSA, which I get it. P, I you know I'm not gonna lie. I've sent to a group submitter too in the past, but I also knew that person, you know, if they were sending it to someone else before or directly uh, to whatever grading company we were using. Right, very transparent. And the fact that on the website, on CC2's website, it said we submit all cards directly, it's disingenuous. And so we got to, we got to, you know, let's be real. If we're going to get better, if we're going to make things right, if we're going to do things above board, let's be real about it. And I also want, and, and we'll just close with this, folks. Uh, like I said, I'm sort of on a, on a little bit of a rant, uh, obviously, with this show. But, again... Please do not forget for one second that you have your power. Where you spend your hobby money, with who you spend your hobby money, uh, who you use, who you don't, you know, that you have that power, you have that right. Use it. Use it. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right. Let's uh, bring this plane uh, down onto the runway here. Uh, got fired up. Got to bring it back down. But, uh, you know, one of the reasons I get fired up is because I care. I care. You know, maybe that's a, a byproduct of doing this for 30, high 30-something years, right? Uh, wearing many hats, I've been a dealer, content creator now, I've been a collector, I've been a store owner, I've been direct with companies, I've graded cards, I've taken other people's cards uh, for grading subs. I've, I've wore like a lot of hats. Um, truthfully, probably most of the hats you could wear in the hobby uh, the only thing I really haven't probably done is work for uh, a company uh, in the hobby. Work with them, uh, you know, d- directly, but I've never been employed by them. And that's probably the only hat I've never worn, and that's fine. I, I don't really want uh, to wear that hat. But, you know, I just it just bothers me when I see wrong being done. Uh, you know, people work hard for their money. Sure, some people work harder than others. Some people have more money than others. I, I get that. But it doesn't matter who you are and what job you have. And if you earn that money, you earn that money. And it just, uh, you know, especially in today's times, what we're dealing with and in, in, in real world economics, and I see someone get ripped off on the hobby level, you know, I don't want to make this show political, but it, it bothers me. Realistically, really bothers me. I wish I, I wish I was like Bill Gates or you know Steve Jobs, rest in peace, or or Jeff Bezos, and I could just you know make things right or pay everybody back or you know. But it's it's you know that's not realistic. But what I can do is try with a voice to do the, the, as much as I can. Uh, and uh, and 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 get that word out there, and that's a great hobby. That's the thing I want to close on here, folks. Let, let's close this thing on an uptick, okay? Despite everything I went off on in this episode, right? The hobby is is a great hobby. You know, I posted on social media the other day. For every bad story, there's a thousand good ones. For every bad hobbyist or a legal or criminal hobbyist, there's 2,000 great ones doing random acts of kindness, uh, giving to charity, uh, completing someone's sets and not taking any money for all, whether it be a little act or a big act, there's plenty of of great things going to hobby. We can't lose sight of that. But we also can't, just because all those great things are a 1,000 to 1, we can't not talk about those those bad things sometimes. Not every show, uh, you know, not every hobby quick hits uh, does what we did today. But just the start of 2022, really wrong foot, if you will. And, I, you know, I was, I was revved up. I turned the mic on, and, and here we are. So I hope 
you know, I hope you got something from it other than me, you know, jumping on the soapbox and, and ranting a little bit. But, uh, again, we have that the hobby is the best hobby in the world, as Dr. James Beckett uh, will attest and, and coined. And you're in it, and it's great. Enjoy it. Have fun. That's the bottom line. But also be wary of the pratfalls, too, because you'll have a lot more fun when you avoid those pratfalls than if you fall prey uh, to them. Uh, again, I want to uh, dedicate this episode to Mr. Joseph Tetro, uh, a gentleman I've known uh, for oh, you know almost twenty years, and um, we lost him, uh, you know, actually at the, the day of recording here. And uh, thoughts to uh, Joe's family and who I know very well. And uh, I guess I'll see you soon, unfortunately. But uh, uh, this one's for Joe, someone who definitely stood up. Uh, for what was right and uh, like to take a page out of his book anytime I can. Thank you, everybody. Be well, be safe, uh, and uh, enjoy the hobby. <laughs>